I said I used to work for a television station, and basically audio had two or had four states. It was either there or it wasn't, or or it was buzzing or it wasn't. <laughs> they didn't care that much in television at the time about audio. Now that's changed over the years because of the equipment, production equipment, and the listeners' televisions and all that. The audio has gotten a lot better. The one thing that allows you to do too, and it's kind of interesting, Mike and I are recording this. I'm literally on the other side of the world today. We just had a little glitch in our recording software and I couldn't see Mike. Mike couldn't see me. (laughs) And uh, I was talking to myself for a few seconds. And when you're doing video, that's one thing you always do see. You see the other person, you have that ability to have that interaction. The queuing is a little bit better. So Being able to have diversification of content, we're doing uh, interviews, panels. You're listening to Podcast Insider, a weekly podcast bringing insights, advice, and insider tips and tricks to help you start, grow, and thrive through podcasting with the support of your team here at Blueberry Podcasting. Welcome. Let's dive in. I'm Todd Cochran, CEO and founder of Blueberry. I'm Mike Dell, VP of Customer Relations here at Blueberry. And today we're going to talk about the rise in video podcasting and how you can add this to your podcasting routine. Many of you will be surprised, but video podcasting has been around since the beginning of podcasting almost 20 years ago. Now the definition of video podcasting has changed somewhat. And people nowadays call video on YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, and Rumble a podcast when they see an individual with a microphone in front of them, whether it is actually a podcast or not. Yeah, so the term podcast, for some of us old timers, a podcast is a piece of media delivered by an RSS feed. But now that all these others have video, and video's somewhat easier depending on how you're doing it, a lot of people do call a YouTube channel that features people talking into microphones a podcast. <laughs> that's, that's fine. There's nothing particularly wrong with it. The listener and or viewer doesn't really care one way or the other how it's distributed. So today we're going to kind of go through the different things and and what what you have to do if you want to do video and you want to be everywhere. One thing that I was having a little bit of fun with at the last conference we were at is we had a a large number of YouTubers there. And I was, they'd say, yeah, I got a, a podcast on YouTube and it'd be great. And I whipped out my phone and I loaded Apple podcast up <laughs> and they said, type in the name of your show. I want to follow or subscribe to it. And they would do that and they wouldn't find their show and they were confused. And I'm like, I said, I thought you're a podcaster. (laughs) And it was a little (laughs) tongue in cheek, just a little bit. But what it did was it opened up discussions about what a technical, and again, we don't want to cross hairs too far here. What technically was a true video podcast. And um, from a technical standpoint, and really that, was quite eye-opening to a lot of the folks that I talked to because oftentimes if you're on YouTube, you have really no need to even understand the value in distribution of podcasting. And I kind of explained that I'd had a video podcast 
long before YouTube was online and was distributing on Apple Podcasts and be able to be watched on a variety of different apps that support video. And that that grew well, that drew oftentimes amazement. But video's popularity has increased. I, if I look back to why I started doing video, it was largely because I was doing a solo show alone in Hawaii in the middle of the night and was looking for some feedback. And that audience interaction that it added in those early days really did make a difference and, and helped me become a better podcaster. But it was so, so expensive in those early days. And at least now, creating a video podcast is a lot easier. And all you really need from a gear, from a gear standpoint is the stuff that you're doing for audio and really at the most basic needs is use the camera that is on your on your laptop. Yeah, or you can use a phone and, and all that. Just whatever video you have and plus your podcast audio stuff. And you can make a pretty decent video. And it's, again, not that hard. I often say that the listeners will forgive you for bad video, but not forgive you for bad audio. So as long as you got the audio nailed, the video can be, you look at what happens on TikTok and different places like that, and the video is uh, not always the best, but it seems like they pretty much always have the audio dialed in. I said I used to work for a television station, and basically audio had two or had four states. It was either there or it wasn't, or, or it was buzzing or it wasn't. <laughs> they didn't care that much in television at the time about audio. Now that's changed over the years because of the equipment, production equipment and the listeners' televisions and all that. The audio has gotten a lot better. The one thing that allows you to do too, and it's kind of interesting, Mike and I are recording this. I'm literally on the other side of the world today. We just had a little glitch in our recording software and I couldn't see Mike. Mike couldn't see me. <laughs> and uh, I was talking to myself for a few seconds and when you're doing video, that's one thing you always do see. You see the other person, you have that ability to have that interaction. The queuing is a little bit better. So the being able to have diversification of content, we're doing uh, interviews, panels, again, getting the, the reaction of guest or I can even do visual demonstrations. It, the, the, the opportunity for putting more information in front of the audience is, is absolutely limitless with video. But at the same time, if you're doing both audio and video, make sure <laughs> that you remember yeah. to describe things to your audio audience. Yeah, because a lot of times video, as far as I know, if you're doing a video version and an audio version, it's going to be at best 80-20. 20% are watching and 80% are listening. And Another thing, like Sounds Profitable did that study about video podcasting, and they, they say that most of the video audience is also your audio audience. It's the same people. There's not very many people that exclusively watch the video version versus listen to the audio version. They sometimes slip back and forth. So make sure that when you're doing this as an audio and a video that the audio comes first. The video is just an add-on, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, too, one thing to remember is we, we've all gotten the point since the pandemic to be a lot more remote work. 
we're doing Zoom, Teams, different types of, we're, we're on video a lot. So folks have been become more comfortable being on video. And it's, it's just kind of fed into this, into this realm. Zoom, you can, you can do the whole thing on Zoom if you want to. You hit record and it'll record the video and the audio and it gives you a file for each. And you can go in and edit and get a pretty decent product. If you just want a talking head video, that Zoom works pretty darn good. And I think too, monetization may benefit here a little bit. Displaying a product or putting a face to a testimonial increases engagement and has higher monetization opportunities when you do those, your deals yourself. That said, you know, a lot of people strive to be monetized on other platforms, but oftentimes those listener hour requirements are much, much higher. If you think about here at Blueberry, you can monetize from, from episode one, whereas on if audio. you're on, on audio, whereas if you're on another platform, that's doing video, you, you often have a very high bar to reach before that switch is even allowed to be turned on. But there are differences in how you publish. You want to talk a little bit about that, Mike? Yeah. So video podcasts are, that are going to be distributed via RSS are exactly like your audio podcasts. You put the MP4 or M4V in a RSS feed, just like you put the MP3 for your uh, audio podcast. And video podcasts are available on Apple and a lot of other apps, just like any audio podcast. And and what, what's really cool about uh, Apple Podcasts in particular is if you have an Apple TV or your, or your viewer has an Apple TV, they have Apple Podcasts on that Apple TV. And that's a great way to consume video. And it's, it's kind of cool. YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, and all the other social media platforms are just uploaded directly to those platforms. There's no syndication via RSS either in or out. Like YouTube does now have podcasting, but it is strictly audio in. They make a, I call it a fake video, but a still shot of your podcast RSS image and distribute it that way as a regular old YouTube channel. And as I found out yesterday, also on YouTube Music, so it's pretty cool. But videos are only available on YouTube, Spotify, and Rumble uh, directly, not done, not done via the RSS feed. Now, one thing that I do is I do a YouTube Live, so I don't have to upload. I stream live, and then once that recording is done, it goes into YouTube unedited as is. So that's another thing as a consideration is you if you're doing live you have to prep you have to be ready to do live there's no going back what is uploaded is uploaded because it, it's been live and you can replace the video if you edit it but at the same point it's just double the work for sure yeah you don't need to do that extra work in most cases unless something egregious happens <laughs> Yeah. Now, video podcasting is not created equal on each platform. It's a great way to build and expand your community, but it doesn't need to be done on each and every platform. We suggest that you choose one that suits your needs. For instance, Spotify video only in audio elsewhere or video on, uh, you're going to have to determine where you want to build that video audience. I think it's critical to think about that. For my show, it made sense to have YouTube be the, the primary place for the video. 
Well, at the same time, I do allow it to be on Twitter and other places because we do live and it's it's syndicated easily that way. But it does cost me a significant amount of money to restream to those other platforms. But at the same point, it is possible, but I think you still should build on a single platform if you're going to be doing the, the video portion. Yeah. Another option is to record your podcast on video, then release the audio as a traditional podcast, then use clips of your video for social media only. And that that's another way to promote. So you put a little uh, YouTube short or a TikTok or something that uh, is a portion of your video recording, but you know, push everybody to the audio. So that that's another way of doing it. And it helps with bandwidth costs because, you know, if you're distributing via RSS, somebody's got to pay for that bandwidth. But if you're doing it on YouTube or Spotify or TikTok or whatever, they pay for the bandwidth. So that's another another option is use, just use the video clips to promote your audio podcast. I do think video podcasting is here to stay. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. a purist in nature. I love having my video podcasts available on Apple Podcasts and other apps as well as the other platforms. But for those interested in going down this road, you should find a simple solution for their show and resist the temptation again to spread yourself amongst all the different video platforms. Yeah, it can be a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I've been doing a new show uh, for the last month or two, and uh, I'm doing a video podcast, a video on YouTube and an audio podcast all at once. And I, I got to say the video is a bit more work, but it hasn't been onerous. It's not hard nowadays to do make a decent video. So that's what we're going with. And it so far has been working out pretty good, but just be aware that to, to be everywhere on video is going to be a lot of work for you, but a simple pick a platform and and do it up. And of course, Blueberry supported video via RSS since the beginning, and we will continue to support it. And I think what you'll find is you definitely have to take into the time consideration. If you're a heavy editor, boy, oh boy, video just takes a lot longer to edit with transitions and everything. Yes, so yes, it does. Just, you know, take that into consideration. Videos are going to be for some and and. I think for most people, it's not. What I do normally is we record the video. Yeah, I've got a co-host on that show as well. And we record the video. And then I edit the video first. If for whatever edits, usually just clip the ends. But sometimes there's a, an edit in the middle or something. But once I get that edited, then I extract the audio from the video. And that way they're in sync. <laughs> Because I want them to be kind of the same. It's fun, but it takes a lot more time. If I'm just doing audio, it doesn't take all that much time between the time it's recorded and the time it's published. But with the, with a video, you got to spend at least an hour or so for a half hour show to prepare the audio, prepare the video, and make the post and and all that. So the the workload isn't extreme, but you just got to remember with video, everything's a lot bigger and slower. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, if you have any questions on video podcasting, be sure to reach out. We've been doing it a long time. I'd be happy to help with your strategy. And, uh, and again, it, that's another topic we didn't even talk about. There's definitely two strategies 
uh, a video strategy and an audio strategy. And uh, happy to chat with you about that. Catch you next week. Thanks for joining us. Let's meet up next week. And in the meantime, for more information to subscribe, share, or follow, check out the show notes at podcastinsider.com. To check out our latest suite of services and how Blueberry can help you leverage your podcast, visit blueberry.com. That's Blueberry without the ease.